new CBS Sunday. You collect rewards, right? This is how I make my living. When something is lost, everyone's looking for something. He finds it. You strong swimmer? So-so. So-so. So-so's okay. Justin Hartley stars. How you survive, you make quick, smart decisions. If you never let panic take the wheel. Sounds cool. It is cool, actually. Very cool. Tracker. New Sunday on CBS and streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Paramount Plus and the National Park Foundation present A Mountain of Zen. Are you still listening? Good. Take a deep breath. You needed a break. This Earth Week, you can live stream seven national parks for seven days on Paramount Plus. So, yes, you can literally stream a stream. Paramount Plus, official streaming partner of the National Park Foundation. It is Monday, October 3rd. This is a bonus episode of the College Football Daily. I'm your host, Lance Glenn. Early yesterday evening on Sunday afternoon, Wisconsin decided to make a move that many find surprising, maybe many don't, but they decided to move away from Paul Christ as head coach and begin a search for their new leader of the program. The Wisconsin Badgers, of course, coming off a big loss at home to Illinois, currently sitting at two and three on the season here in 2022. And joining me now to discuss the Badgers and what they'll do at head coach moving forward is Evan Flood of Badger 247. And Evan, thanks so much for coming on. First and foremost, just what's your initial reaction to the move that Wisconsin decided to move on from Paul Christ and look in another direction for their new head coach? Like most just stunned. I mean, not this isn't what I thought I'd be doing th- this week. I mean, I think we all knew things weren't in a great place heading into that Illinois game, but I don't think anybody envisioned things were that bad, getting beat by the line I 34 to 10 uh, in, in your own stadium bad. I mean, the, the program, I mean, obviously it's one game, but you know, the program hadn't seen a bottom like that since maybe before the, the Barry Alvarez days. And for Wisconsin, to make a move this sudden um, in, in midseason, it's just so unlike Wisconsin, right? I mean, they haven't fired a head coach in, in 30 years in, in football. Um, they're the kind of the model of consistency in, in college football. You just don't deal with coaching drama at, at Wisconsin. So from that aspect, uh, it's very stunning. Uh, on the other hand, Things have not been in a great place for really the last three years. Um, you know, Wisconsin, you know, this two and three season comes on the heels of going 13 and seven the, the previous two seasons. The program had high expectations that they fell way short. I think athletic director Chris McIntosh, like a, a lot of Wisconsin fans were feeling and, and seeing the gap between Wisconsin and Ohio State and the other Blue Bloods starting to widen, perhaps more pressing that gap between Wis- that Wisconsin had over its Big Ten West opponents that was shrinking. And you saw that on Saturday against Illinois, um, you know, where Wisconsin was slapped up and down, you know, to make matters worse. It was by their former head coach, Brett Bielema, who won three titles. So, it's easy enough to make a decision now because you got Jim Leonard waiting in the wings, and now he's got seven ga- seven uh, games to kind of audition uh, for for the job. But but it's a stunning development in, in Madison, no matter how any way you want to look at it. And timing wise, obviously coming off the Illinois loss, uh, a tough loss you mentioned at home at Camp Randall. Uh, but why now? Why not give? 
you know, Paul Chris, maybe a game or two following to see if he can kind of right the ship, see if he can get things changed and turn around in another direction. Why after this loss decide to move on? And like you said, give Jim Leonard that audition to see if maybe he could be the next guy up. Yeah, you you make a good point because it's not like the team had really thrown in the towels or, or the players had quit on Chris. In fact, you know, from what I'm hearing, that locker room is not on board uh, with, with this decision. They they still wanted Paul Chris run, running the show. I think I think we I think we saw Braylon Allen. Tweet yeah, you don't even need to happened. be an insider to know that now. I mean, yeah. guys are taking to Twitter and social media and, and talking all about it, and that's very much the vibe uh, I had before all that went out. Uh, but but I think the timing of this really revolves around Jim Leonard. You know, from the conversations I had, the, the feeling I get is that. Wisconsin had a window to hire him now and, you know, get him before potentially losing him to another school. They've been very fortunate that Jim Leonard has been loyal to this program since going into coaching in 2016. I mean, he's had some monster defensive coordinator jobs come his way, including some in the NFL with the Green Bay Packers. You know, he, he stayed at Wisconsin. Um, from, from what I understand, all the higher-ups want Jim Leonard. It's kind of been the worst-kept secret in, in Madison that he was going to be Paul Chris' successor one day. Obviously, might come a lot earlier than we all thought. Um, but, but you had this window where you could make the move now and get him in. And, and, you know, if you let Paul Chris play it out, he potentially turns things around, that window closes and and you don't get this potential seamless transition. So I think that uh, went a long way into why Wisconsin kind of made this shocking move is, you know, you get your next head coach and and you can get him earlier than anticipated. You don't have to go into another offseason wondering if he'll be back, if he won't. And you can kind of just rip off the Band-Aid, so to speak, and, and move on to the next chapter in Wisconsin football a little earlier. And, you know, we talk a lot about Leonard, but let's kind of look at a hypothetical, right? Let's say Leonard's an option. There are other options out of there as well. Uh, Before we get into names, though, what would or what should, I guess, Wisconsin look for in a new head coach? You know, recruiting has gone down, gone downhill over the last couple of years. Uh, Not a good class or good class in 2021, not a very good one in 2022. They're in the 50s right now in the recruiting rankings in 2023. Obviously, the offense has sputtered over the last few years. Uh, Do they need a break? in an offensive or should they at least consider an offensive guy should they consider a big time recruiter you know obviously like we've been saying Leonard is definitely up there but should there be other options considered with everything that Wisconsin has going on right now yeah you know the the thing about this hire is you know you don't really think about this at Wisconsin but the pool of guys they could get is is surprisingly big And, and you always start when you talk about Wisconsin you always start with guys who have ties to the program right I mean they went outside that norm with Gary Anderson in 2013 it backfired back Badly. You know, maybe they overcorrected with, with Paul Christ. Um, you know, maybe you could say that they do that same thing with, with Jim Leonard in terms of a guy that's just never going to leave you. You know, in, in terms of candidates that I think could move ahead of Jim Leonard, if Wisconsin could get them, you know, two come to mind right away. Lance Leipold at, at Kansas. You know, he, he's pretty much on the on top of everybody's hot board right now with, with what he's done with the Jayhawks. And you think, you know, if you can make them relevant in the Big 12, I mean, Wisconsin's by no means, you know, one of the sexier programs in college football in terms of, you know, the brand, facilities, commitment to, to winning. But, you know, they blow Kansas away in that regard and the total package they can sell. I mean, if you can win at Kansas, what could you do at, at a place like Wisconsin who has a lot more going for it on, on and off the field? Obviously, Wisconsin ties, you know, he's from Wisconsin. 
Wisconsin, won six national titles at Division Three Wisconsin Whitewater, got his coaching start at Wisconsin under Barry Alvarez. Uh, so he fits the mold of, you know, and kind of embodies, you know, what the program's looking for. The other name I, I would think have, would have to move ahead of Leonard if you can get him or if Wisconsin's even going that route. Like, like I said, I, like I alluded to, I, I think a lot of this is a moot point. <laughs> yeah, I'd be really, things would have to go really wrong for it to not be Leonard. But, you know, Dave Aranda at, at Baylor. Now, can Wisconsin get him anymore? I, I don't know. But, you know, with the things going on in, in the college football landscape and in the Big 12 kind of possibly being on the outside looking in of these super conferences, you know, do you want to be at a place like, like Baylor when Texas and Oklahoma move to the SEC? It would be an easy transition. You know, his his imprints are still on this Wisconsin program today. They run the exact same defense. A lot of the concepts uh, are still the same. Uh, so he wouldn't have to come in and, and reteach everything. Um, and I also, you know, knew Dave a little bit when he was here. Um, and he, he was gracious enough to, to grant me an interview after he left for LSU. And, you know, one of the things he talked about, you know, it was hard for him to leave Madison. I think, you know, if Wisconsin could have been more competitive money-wise with LSU, I mean, at the time, they just weren't going to pay a million dollars for a defensive coordinator. I mean, times have changed a little bit since then, uh, obviously, but, but, you know, him and his family love Madison, you know, I, I can say that confidently. So, you know, there are some things going that make you think Wisconsin could potentially make a run at him, but, you know, everything pointing, everything is pointing Leonard's direction right now, but, but, you know, those are our two guys, I think have the, the potential to move ahead of Leonard if this season does not go well for him. So Evan, I'll get you out of here on this one. Obviously we've talked a lot about Jim Leonard. Is there, you know, he has seven games left, right, to audition to see if he could be the guy. Obviously, if it's an 0-7 record, they will they might move in a different direction. If it's 7-0, you've got to think that he's the, the surefire uh, next head coach. Obviously, those are the two extremes. Is there a certain amount of wins that he would need to get? Is there something that Wisconsin, I guess, needs to do, needs to improve on in these last seven games to, I guess, show the Wisconsin administration that he's the right move and he's the right hire to go with moving forward? I don't know if there's a number of wins you, you can put on it. I mean, obviously, 0-7, 1-6, maybe even 2-5, and five, that, that door opens. I, I think the biggest thing he needs to show and, and really uh, achieve, which I, I think is going to be no easy task, is get Wisconsin back to be in Wisconsin. And, you know, I talked about this after the Illinois game and even the Ohio State game as well. I don't recognize, you know, that program any anymore. I mean, there used to be a time where Wisconsin football, they had this uh, iconic identity with them. You weren't going to out-tough them. You weren't going to out-physical them in, in, in the trenches. They were going to be the more disciplined team. I mean, if you beat Wisconsin, you were going to earn it in, in most cases, right? You know, that they haven't been that in, in the last couple years, you know, that, that real gritty smash-mouth style of football. I mean, they ran for two yards against Illinois. So, so as hard as, you know, the players may take Chris being fired, uh, I mean, that, that kind of number is, is inexcusable. I couldn't even find, I mean, they only track certain amount of box scores you can find nowadays, but I couldn't even find the last time Wisconsin ran for two yards. And by no means should an Illinois team be beating them up in the trenches to the point where you, your longest run of the day is five yards. And, and I think it kind of starts there of just getting that identity back to used to be able to hand the ball off, especially with what Wisconsin has in the Big Ten West in front of it. You, you could hand the ball off and beat 75% of the teams on your schedule. They are not that anymore. And I think that's the biggest thing Leonard needs to show is can you bring Wisconsin back 
to, to what it was, at least get that culture, at least that, get that identity um, before you you maybe start worrying about wins and losses. Because w- without that, you I mean you can see that that product is a pretty poor is a, <laughs> it's a pretty poor sight to see. Yeah, absolutely. And when you think Wisconsin football, you think that running game. And when you think Wisconsin's current running game, you think of Braylon Allen. And Braylon Allen against Illinois had eight carries for two yards. And obviously a guy who many expected or many thought could be a potential Heisman dark horse this year that is just not going to get the job done uh, for the Badgers moving forward. Evan Flood of Badger247.com. Evan, thanks so much for joining me. And I know it's going to be a a busy time. There's always going to be things to at least talk about now for Wisconsin Mm -hmm. moving forward. You'll always have a rumor or speculation, so on and so forth. So I'm sure it'll start to ramp up for you in this coaching search. But thanks so much for giving me some time today and coming on. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for having me. So remember to subscribe and give us a five-star rating and a review here on the College Football Daily. And of course, for Evan Flood, I am Lance Glenn. Thanks so much for listening to this bonus episode here on the College Football Daily as Wisconsin has fired Paul Crist and is moving in a different direction for their new head coach. It's the UEFA Champions League on Paramount+. Plus. Europe's top club soccer tournament. Champions versus champions. The best teams facing off in the knockout rounds. Magnificent! And it all takes place. While you're filling out financial reports at work. In the middle of your day. In the middle of your week. So use that second screen. Call in sick. Do whatever you gotta do to tune in Tuesdays and Wednesdays. Nobody watches the UEFA Champions League like us. Stream every match live exclusively on Paramount+. Plus.